Was the Mandalorian Episode 4 Sanctuary good? I'm your host, Robbie, joined by one brother, Krishna. Arjuna thought Parrish would be cooler than doing this podcast. We also have a very special guest, Natalie. Hi, Welcome. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for joining us. Natalie, what brings you to this part of the galaxy? Oh, wow. I did that. What brings me to this part of the galaxy? I don't. Your invitation. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I had nothing better to do on a Saturday. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh no! We're after no, a great we're start. Fun. We're after this a great is start. Fun. This is fun. Oh. We're we're enjoying uh, camaraderie in Star Wars. So that's what brought. Yeah. Me. What makes you? What What is your history with Star Wars? Oh good God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm Lower old. Uh, for more for most people, I think I don't know. I was born in '80, so I actually remember mm. my father taking me to see Return of the Jedi when I was three. Oh damn! Um, you remember that, that? Yeah, but the only thing I remember is just like the Ewoks on screen, and it's just like a a, a, a flicker, like a, uh, I see the Ewok, and that's it. Like I don't remember anything else, but I remember mm. the Ewoks. Wow! So I was old enough to to see it originally in theaters, and damn. that kind of took off from there and then uh, my aunt was babysitting me when I was like I don't know seven or eight and she said you're gonna watch Star Wars you're gonna like it there's a princess in there and she's bossy and and <laughs> says things and she's just like you and I'm like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. I realized yeah she is <laughs> yeah yeah dang so yeah, and it's then like I progressed from there like your formative foundation for who you are is uh, like Star Wars it's definitely like. yeah, yeah. also oh, it's, it's a little important to you yeah. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. I mean, high school was when, when I was in high school, God, I feel old. Um, <laughs> episode yeah. one came out uh, my senior year. Ah, uh, the greatest I, Star Wars yes. film ever. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. And I played Wookie Hookie. Wookie oh, Hookie. Did you never hear that, that was phrase? A no, no, that's no. That we were too young for that. I mean, Twitter would be Wookie Hookie like yeah. crazy, but everybody would call out of school, call out of work. Oh, wow. I'm sick. <laughs> I can't come in. And, you know, everybody was seeing Phantom Menace that, that's amazing. that day. So. Wookie wow. Hookie. Yeah, it was funny because uh, I remember my geography history, whatever, teacher was like, oh, the final's going to be on the same day that the movie comes out. And I was like, uh, I won't be here. Can I take the final early? And she goes, why aren't you going to be here? And I'm like, Star Family Wars. emergency. No, I, I was honest. I oh. said Star Wars. And she says, you're kidding. I'm like, no, I won't be here. <laughs> and she let me take it early. So, Oh, amazing. Kudos to Mrs. Smith, I think was her name. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I'm taking off the Thursday when Rise of Skywalk comes out. I already told my boss mm -hmm. that I'm working from home that day. Yeah, I took so. that off as well. Well, it's not till seven o'clock, so it wouldn't really matter. Well, I I have a tradition with Star Wars where I like to watch the uh, marathon. It kind of marathon some of the the movies that I care about. Wow. So when when um, so like two <laughs> basically. I mean, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely Empire and <laughs> I'll probably start with Empire. Force Awakens. Um, I'll probably have Revenge of Sith on. Um, and then okay. I'll have Last Jedi on in the background while I do something else. Yeah, just to remember what's going on, and play that's that about on it. Silent. Um, Seriously. Side note: I saw Knives Out. Very good movie. Same here. Very good movie. <laughs> have not seen it. You should. It's yeah, it's very different. I liked it. I okay. Really so yeah. I mean, I know he's a I good filmmaker. Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, we're talking uh, Star Wars: The Mandalorian, Episode Four, Sanctuary. Like we. Like we? Wow, English is hard. Uh, as we usually do, we start off with kind of our one-word impressions of the episode, what we thought mm. uh, would be a good one word to kind of encapsulate the entire episode. Mm. Natalie, you're the guest, so Christian will go first. Wow. I like that. You see? Yeah. I, I like how that, that works. I love it because I'm a woman. Whoa. Oh, no. Christian, hurry up. Give me that one-word impression. Uh, okay, so my one-word impression for episode four is going to be weaker. 
And wow. the only reason I'm going to use the word weaker is the first three episodes in my mind were so good. The bar was set so high. In fact, if you go back and listen to any of the podcasts, I was like, I couldn't stop gushing about those things. And episode four, still great, but in, when I compare it to the first three episodes, it's a little bit weaker. Now, that doesn't mean it's not important. I think it's a very necessary episode. There's still obviously amazing moments, but if I'm looking at the overall trajectory, I think we're hitting, it, it feels like that mid-season slump that most shows do we have, we have four episodes through. left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like that mid-season, like, <coughs> like we've we, like the rising action, and now we're part of Getting like that. The that yeah, exactly. So we gotta like reset, reset the action, reset the expectations for the the final rising. Would climax. you say it's kind of like mid-season blues? Because like, regardless of it being Star Wars or anything, traditionally within television and series, around this middle point is kind of when you're like, do something else. I'm getting bored. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say we that. are. We're right at the mid, midpoint yeah. of the season. Bored is a strong word. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I think I think maybe what you're trying to say is that we've seen sort of like this this thread right yeah. throughout, and uh, you know it's it's like one singular singular thread, like the Mandalorian and his developing relationship with Baby Yoda and what he's doing with him and and how he's changed toward him. That seems like that's like the through line, and. We've been on that storyline now for four episodes, so it's like it needs to kind of change or evolve to kind of keep the same level of interest of when you first were introduced to them, perhaps. Mm. And I think it has. I think it clearly it did evolve in this episode. Yeah. Uh, clearly. But, um, again, if just the first three episodes were so mind-blowing to me that this one, to me, was just a little bit weak. Damn. Yeah. Natalie, what would you say your one-word impression is? Fatherhood. Fatherhood. <laughs> That's a good one. I, that is. A good I just one. loved seeing the relationship of them evolve, and you know, even when the baby's like pushing the button, like testing dad. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna push dick. it again. <laughs> you know. So cute. <laughs> he's so adorable. Like you stay in the ship. Mm, I'm gonna <laughs> go with you. <laughs> like, he's so cute. How does? How does like, he move that quick? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was wondering because like, he waddles when you see him. Yeah. And he's able to keep up. That's yeah. odd. I mean, I guess look at Yoda, right? Yoda is obviously, he's what, three, five or something? Like three foot five? I think maybe shorter than that. Actually. Maybe shorter than he's that. He's pretty uh, tiny. But yeah. he moves very, very fast. I mean, we saw him in episode two. Obviously, he was jumping around like a, a nut job. Like yeah. a monkey. Like a monkey. A spider oh, monkey. real quick side note. I don't know if you saw this. Somebody recut episode two. Oh. With that fight scene. Duel of the Fates. Not with Duel oh. of the Fates. Where the, basically, it's Yoda beating up and murdering Obi-Wan <laughs> and Anakin instead of it being Count Dooku. And it's great. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that. Like, they take the, the shot. <laughs> they take the shot of yeah. where Count Dooku, like, shoots ele- uh, electrical whatever at Yoda, and they reverse it so it looks like he's shooting it out at them. Like, oh, that's – it's it's a marvelous piece of, like, really done, really good editing. So and we'll get, we'll get to that later in the uh, episode, right? Like, the internet sensation that oh, baby yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, so. big time. That's we one of our – that's it's on our uh, outline here. So. Jim would be so proud. He would be very proud. <laughs> Do you think he's watching us in Paris? No. Well, I hope not. With the time change? Maybe not. It's should be, like – Should we be eating croissants? Well, or it's only, like, bet? 7 o'clock there, so. Well, he's probably out eating dinner. Mm. Yeah. A romantic true. dinner. Vegetarian Ooh. dinner. Ew. Ew. <laughs> in pa- Having wait, a you go to wine. Yeah, right. Uh, so my one-word impression. I do this every time. I don't have it. I haven't figured it out. I'm just gonna keep talking until something comes to me. I'm gonna go with colorful. Hmm. Okay. Oh. Uh, it's, it's kind of a. It's kind of like if a third grader was trying to come up with a. 
<laughs> thank you. It was so colorful. He was on the fly. That's fair. Yeah. Well, the reason I say colorful is because if you look at the color palette of this episode compared to the, the first others, three, yeah. the first three are very desert, brown, grungy, grossy. This one's very green. This one's very green and blue. The shrimp yeah. are blue, which, by the way, is PETA looking at this. They clearly dyed shrimp blue. That's animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Bad joke. Bad joke. Yeah. No, I'll move on. Trying to get Star Wars in trouble? Yeah. Big how, time. How could you? Uh, but yeah, colorful is why I would say the color palette was. Um, I would also move it towards kind of like how our main character, the Mandalorian, also was portrayed. We got a lot more of him from kind of, um, I don't want to say like an emotional standpoint, but he was definitely a bit more interesting this time around because he's giving us more history, he's especially on the whole helmet and that whole ideology and that whole thing. And him even saying, like, yeah, I've n- no one has seen my face since, since was a kid. I was a kid. Um, and this is kind of the where I want to get the conversation is because we are being introduced to the Mandalorian. We're also being introduced to Mandalorians that follow a pretty strict, I would say, um, code, code and, and all that fun stuff. Especially when you compared in the new canon, the Disney canon, to the Mandalorians that we're familiar with from uh, Star Wars, the Clone Wars series, and Star Wars Rebels, which were both uh, created by Dave Filoni, who's also kind of co-creating, co-consulting on Mandalorian. The reason I bring this up is the biggest thing is those Mandalorians that we see, they're running around with their helmets on and off like crazy. Uh, Even in Episode 2, Jango, helmet gone. Mm. You know, What do we think this group of Mandalorians and the Mandalorian are? Are they from that same group of people? Are they some kind of extremists? Mm. What do we think is happening here? So if I had to guess, this group of Mandalorians is very different from that group, as in this is a post-Empire group of Mandalorians. And we know that Darth Sidious wanted to wipe out the Mandalorians because he saw them as the (coughs) second biggest threat after the Jedi. So I would think that the keeping of the helmet on is a... It's like a safety tactic. It's like uh, keeping your identity. There you uh, go. Like you know. in Watchmen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, think of the Watchmen. Exactly. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't want. Yeah. You know. I'm good. You know. I get in this galaxy. Uh, I don't know what the facial recognition rec- recognition technology uh, I mean, is sure. like, yeah. but you did, know, they I'm thinking the, did they pass their law? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like if they see their face, you know, I don't know if they can put them in a database and uh, find their family or whatever. But I would think it's. And it could also be an intimidation factor, maybe. It's like uh, this group wants to maintain their toughness and their their intimidation level. And what better way to do that than almost seeing, uh, like, not even human, right? Like, you're you're just 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 a killing machine, you know, kind of like a Terminator. Wow. (laughs) That's that's all I got. Well, it's also interesting. The other thing that's fascinating with Mandalorians and then – it goes like what? Mandalorians, Jango Fett, then you have the clone army, then you have stormtroopers. Mm. I bring this up because Mandalorians, with their armor, it's a sign of your skill, right? Like what your worth is. The Mandalorian, our, our main character, we see him in the grunge outfit, episodes one and two, mm. and then he gets all shiny come episode three because he's done this great bounty, this great thing, whatever. Um, and it's, it's very personalized to you. While when we take the clones... We have clones in a particular armor, but as the war rages on, they make it more individual color schemes. And then the time the Empire riot comes around, you know, they're all in the white and they're kind of back to like wearing the same thing. So mm. I think it is to a degree an in, um, intimidating, but then also 
I think it's intimidating for the individual as opposed to like intimidating from like an imperial sense where it's like you've got a whole army of the same looking people mm. if that makes any sense. So Yeah. Or it could just be the people who survived the empire, the Mandos who survived the empire. Yeah. Be yeah. like, we saw what our elders did yeah. and we're going to step away from that and we're going to create a whole new set of rules. So yep. then these people and these Mandos are very, we're going to follow the rules to the letter. This is the way, this you is know, the and all that yeah. stuff. Oh, that's um, and that yeah. could be, you know, where this is going. I mean, I mean yeah. the other thing too is they could be, Maybe not creating a whole new set of rules, but kind of going back to the old, old to way. To the beginning. But to the beginning. But then my question would be, because we, um, in the Clone Wars, I was actually watching a couple of Mandalorian episodes last night in the, in the series, and it is canon that the Mandalorians did bring the Jedi to, you know, the brink of extinction, right? They did have that war. That's all canon. So I have to wonder, are the Mandalorians being raised to hate the Jedi, or is that such a... Who cares about the Jedi that that's way, like, not in... Because remember, he saw Baby Yoda pick up the giant rhino. He, he didn't know what was and going he didn't on. And he didn't understand yeah. what he saw. So I wonder if they've they've also forgotten what the Force is, the Jedi, and all that fun stuff is. Well, there are really no Jedi that we're aware of. This is after the Purge. It's a myth, right? Like It's the like Jedi a the legend. Like what Ray says, you yeah. know, I thought they were all gone or yeah. whatever. Also, you know, I think two points as well. The I think the biggest... The, the more recent concern for them is obviously the Empire. And second, we already know, or at least we've been able to guess, that the Mandalorian himself isn't he's, – he's a foundling. He's not an actual Mandalorian. He has been he raised in that culture, yeah. but he had a culture before that. So even if he was raised to hate the Jedi, it's not going to be deeply ingrained. That's true. You know? Yeah. Even if, if there was. But again, I think it's probably closer to they're a legend, they're a myth. The Empire is the real threat. Don't take jobs from the Empire. They're the enemy. I mean, other than the baby, there's been no force shown at all. Yeah, so. that's true. Yes. The force. Which is maybe why What's-His-Name wants it. Werner Herzog was yeah. the actor. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I though. I always remember the actor's name. I don't remember the character's That's name. what we've been calling him, too. We're like, <laughs> Herzog. I just love his accent and bounty <laughs> hunting. Is a very difficult profession. <laughs> it's a complicated, complicated profession. Profe- podcasting is a complicated profession. Pod racing. <laughs> oh no. It would seem your <laughs> reputation is <laughs> Why there be more memes on that guy? <laughs> there should be everything on that guy. He's way more memeable than Mm-mm. than that green. No, thing. Uh, no, that's, that's, uh, that's crossing the line no, right that's, there. That's my that's my hot take. <laughs> so obviously, this is episode four of. And forgive me, it's eight, eight eight episodes. So we're halfway there. Yeah. Like, what has been kind of the specific? Let's start with this episode. What's kind of the highlight? Like, we've got this character, Cara Dune, uh, played by Gina Carano. Thank you. Uh, who is a former MMA fighter? And, uh, I she's also she used to be a gladiator too. Oh wow! Oh wow! So she's a you know badass. She's yeah. been on television, and uh, yeah, she can kick everyone's ass. I mean, she ass. was in Deadpool. Yes, yep, that's she right. was in, Deadpool, in uh, yeah. the one movie that did really bad. Stephen Sondheim directed it. Stephen Sommers, what? Not the not the composer. The other one. Oh, Ooh, the director. Uh, <laughs> Haywire. 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 Channing Tatum was in it. A couple others. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sh- sh- her character is introduced on this backwater uh, farming planet. Yes. You know. We're following kind of what I call the Western tale or, yes. you know, the, the classic Magnificent, like Seven. Magnificent mm-hmm. Seven tale of like, you know, big, strong 
people come in, help the crying mm-hmm. little villagers and arm them up. This <laughs> also reminded villagers. me of a... Some of them were. This yeah. also reminded me of a Clone Wars episode where um, there's a couple of times where like Anakin and Ahsoka are crashed on some planet and they have to help the locals fend against pirates uh, with Hondu and, and all those fun people. So it's, it's very kind of in that realm of like Western and like helping the little guys. But like what was for you guys, like what did you enjoy from the episode? And no... and to start, you cannot say the child slash yeah. Baby Yoda. That's fair. I'll That's start. Thank you. Because, I, well, I would say Baby Yoda, but he's been consistent. <laughs> yes. So I'm not. I'm actually going to go to what I and, and many people have been saying. Um, one, second one directed by a woman in the Star Wars universe. Huge. Mm. Bryce Dallas Howard. So, and then thir- uh, next was we finally get Carol. We finally get a strong female lead Kicking butt, you know, doing her own thing, kicking his butt, <laughs> as you see, like she's kicking his ass. Using in those movie. MMA moves. Yeah, I mean, she threw <laughs> like him. Legit. <laughs> yeah, judo. I, you gotta wonder. I think that was probably a stunt double that she was throwing. Throwing around. I don't think Pedro was. <laughs> I don't there. think. Uh, here's here's my here's my crazy. Pedro has not been. We haven't seen him on screen at all. It's just his voice. <laughs> That's true. It could be somebody else completely, and he's just voiceover the whole time. I mean, they, they, did, that for, they did that for Vader. It yeah. wasn't um, – what's his name? But he specifically come out that he he studied, like, Clint Eastwood to get the mannerisms down. You know, well, so. but also he's a fighter from Game of Thrones. He was the Red Viper. That's so, true. I yeah. mean, he's, he's he can physical. Move. <laughs> he yeah. can do it. He can do it. Yeah. Um, so I would say those two, and then we also had the – I don't know what the name is of the mom – the, the one that he's in oh love yeah, with. Or whatever. Yeah. That was a little, uh, I'm like, don't put a love story in there. Really? No. That was the only part <laughs> I didn't like. But I did like the other parts. Yeah. Nice. The women. The women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's awesome. Uh, I would say my favorite part of this was the uh, depiction of the, uh, the, the AT-AT. It was an ATST, I thought. ATST. I always yeah. get the two mixed up. It's I, the uh, slight difference in the shape. Yeah. Is my understanding. Oh, okay. In the front, right? Fun In the nose? fact. Fun fact. The ATST came around before the ATAT. Let me just pu- push up my nerd glasses real quick. Oh my god! But do you know the difference? All-terrain armored transport, transport and, and an all-terrain, all-terrain something transport. Something Strengths. transport. Yeah, that works. <laughs> I worried. Something transport. Yeah. We're the Galactic Empire. We couldn't figure out the yes, so we came up with something. Something. Yeah. Uh, so something t- dark side. <laughs> something something dark side. Um. So. To me, I really like the depiction of it because it's it's a salvaged AT. It looked like ATS, it was salvaged, right? yeah. yeah. Um, and so the eyes the, were red. The, I, yeah. the eyes were red, which means like the the lighting inside. They were using some kind of cool disco like red lighting, you know. There's like a disco red ball light. in there. You yeah, exactly. Know. <laughs> they were like partying in there where they like blast. They're like, "Why are you running away? Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to have a party." And it was cool because all the shots of it were from this like low angle from the yeah. ground level, and I thought that just really added to its like horror. its menacing, yeah. like oh. You know, you know, so I really like that um, that that part of it. It wasn't my favorite, but you've already taken my favorite, Sorry. so I can't. You I can, can't say you it again. can back me up on it, and having yeah. strong women and women oh, yeah. directing and yeah, I uh, and also I wanted to, I wanted more from Gina. Carana. I wanted to see more um, from from uh, what's the character's name? Cara Dune. Cara Dune. I wanted to see more just because she's she's interesting. She's back. The fact, and she will be back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the fact also that she's a rebel shock trooper, right? And I thought when she said shock trooper, my mind immediately went to Imperial. Like, yeah. oh, that's interesting, you know. Like, Imperials can flip sides or, you know, there's not really a side. There's this war and people, there's like victims, you know, whatever. But she's a rebel shock trooper, which to me is very interesting because the rebellion, at least in the original trilogy, are portrayed as this like ragtag 
you know, they can barely arm themselves. They wear like like jackets instead of any kind of armor. Oh yep. You know, they have that like rinky dink helmet. That's um, a cool helmet. It's a big ass helmet. It's a big ass helmet. You know, so the idea of the rebellion, or I guess maybe it's the republic, right? Well, but she explained it that, they, that she was tired of, you know, escorting dignitaries and, and right. whatever. Post Death Star 2. Yeah, after yeah. the fall. But it, it lends to this idea, though, that perhaps the Republic borrowed some stuff from the Empire, right? Oh, no the doubt. The idea of a shock troop. So to me, that's very interesting, right? It's like it's almost like, you know, it's ju- that's just an interesting idea to play with. It would be interesting. You become the very thing you hate. Yeah. You know, in that in that kind of a way. And I think that's, that's kind like of alluded But that's been it. alluded to because it was, it was episode two or episode three when the Mando is talking to um, – Apollo Creed. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call him. Yep. When he was talking Giancarlo. to him, when he was talking to him, he says, well, you can go and complain to the New Republic. And everyone's like, ah, that's a joke. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of alluded like this new thing post the Rebel Alliance is called the New Republic. Mm-hmm. And it's clear that kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. And it's also clear, like, number one, what's very interesting with her character is she was this uh, rebel shock trooper. She's like hardcore SWAT kind of going in. Her main function was to go and get rid of warlords and then go and clean up any extra warlords post end or post Death Star 2. Then her job was riot control. Oh. Why would you need riot control if you guys are the good guys? Right. Obviously, ex-Imperials don't yeah. like the change in yeah. whatever. Yeah. So there was, there's definitely like a <laughs> dark side, I think, yeah. to this new Republic order. And we've been – things have been hinted at throughout – even with episode seven, yep. Leia left the yep. New Republic. Starts a whole new thing. She starts a whole <laughs> new thing <laughs> called the Resistance. Clearly, there's something else like yeah. happening. Clearly, the Republic is not yeah. all it's cracked up. Uh, so I think it's like, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where it's like, we're being hinted like this new thing, the New Republic or whatever, was not so great. The, all, the other fact, too, is that she went AWOL. And somebody has put a bounty out for her. Because she even says to the Mando, oh, I thought you were mm. looking for the bounty for me. Yeah. Which means, like, she's yeah, done some stuff. So, she, well, not actually that she's done some stuff. I think it's just strictly you went AWOL. It's from, like, a military perspective. When you go AWOL, they, they, you, want, you they back. want you back so to serve out. You. Yeah. Mm. So I don't think this New Republic is all that it's cracked up to be. Perhaps. Yeah. But it's only that. been five years. Give or take. Yeah, is that so new government's always struggle. They're struggled. still yeah. I mean, we can figuring unf- it out. Unfortunately, we can look at like real world Politics. examples <laughs> where it's like a yeah. government, <coughs> America, comes in, does whatever, and then the country's in complete chaos for X amount of time. And until it settles down. Until yeah. it's, and imagine that on a <laughs> galactic scale. Yeah. See what I did there? Uh, yeah. I don't get it. Okay. But yeah, my uh, uh, real quick, my highlight was definitely, I think, the, the Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Cara Cara. Dune character. She said specifically it's Kara. Kara. Oh, Kara. Kara. And she said that Filoni and Favreau and everybody else always pronounced it Kara. And it's wrong. And she said, it's wrong. I'm telling you, it's Kara. Like she said it in a Q&A. It was really funny. Interesting. <laughs> I was like, oh. Very interesting. Good for her. She's like, this is what the character is now. <laughs> the character's <laughs> Directing is a very complicated <laughs> profession. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So, yeah, my highlight is <laughs> definitely going to be her character and kind of that backstory. Um, Side note, I'm also curious to compare her armor to Shark Troopers. Yes. Once we ever – Once stolen, we see it. Yeah. No, I've seen her armor. We've seen her armor. 
The stuff that she was wearing, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's not oh, necessarily the rebel shock trooper full armor. Uh, yeah. We don't have. Uh, there's no pictures. Uh, there's no. There's nothing. We were looking it up. Yeah. We just couldn't find it. So if you so. go and, and those listening, watching, if you have a picture or concept, please definitely hit us up at at Was It Good on Twitter. Love to see what that kind of looks like because when I went on Wikipedia and we can't and find it. it. There's okay. nothing except yeah. car members, Cara Dune, and that's it. <laughs> she was a one-person army. <laughs> she's she delusional. Can be. She's pretty strong. Yeah. Could you imagine? That's the twist. She's delusional. <laughs> she created this entire like infantry group. Whoa! They're all and behind my me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a twist. <laughs> They're all behind me. <laughs> oh my god! That would be messed up. <laughs> she like charges. What are you talking herself. about? Yeah. There's no one there. <laughs> yeah, my army. <sighs> I guess. Okay, so obviously we've we've hit on Cardoon. Uh, big time. That was definitely one of the interesting things with the Rebel Shock Trooper. The other area that I kind of want to talk about is social media. Mm. Social media and Star Wars, I would say in the last three, four years, since Disney bought Star since Wars, um, it has dictated quite a bit in terms of the general public's view of Star Wars content. And what I mean by that is if we go back to Episode 7, if you guys can remember what Twitter was like, um, what was that, like four years ago now? Yeah, four years four ago, years. right? About yeah. four years. Twitter was very kind of the the big overarching message from Twitter and episode seven was it's a remake of a new hope. It's good. It's nostalgia. Yay. Excited. Blah 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 blah. Then we get Rogue One. Some of us at this table may have left the theater and shed a tear after they saw Rogue One. <laughs> because and he blamed it on the rain. I blamed it on the rain. It was, it was, rain. It was a rain. It was like rain. yeah, <laughs> the rain guy. I was very upset. I, I and looking back at, it, I'm like, it was a movie. Like grow up. Um, but once again, Twitter wasn't super super kind. They memified. I would say Rogue One like crazy. Episode eight was probably the lowest in Twitter Star Wars history. Massacre. It was just it was harassment galore. It was bad. It gave. Star Wars fans, Star Wars was just very, very dark. Uh, a lot of people like that movie. A lot of people like that movie, but the thing is, I like, w- with any kind of, like, opinion or whatever, yeah. whoever is screaming the loudest is what, like, the general consensus is going to be. That's what you're going to remember. Yeah. Right? And when you look sure. at episode eight and you look the at – The backlash was – The backlash was sure. bad. Yeah. So bad that it affected – Clearly divided. Yeah. Clear, super divided. It affected uh, Han Solo or Solo. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Because yeah, that, that was a good, generally yeah. a good film. There were a couple of issues here and there, but overall it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed Very it. Fun I had fun. Um, and Twitter was kind of, I if I remember correctly, it was kind of in this confused, quiet. weird state where it's like, we were all assholes during episode eight. Maybe we should be quiet. Box office numbers are eh. Media companies are jumping and giving opinions. So it's just kind of like a bleh. They also released it five months after Episode Last eight. Jedi, yeah. so that was dumb. That yeah. was stupid, and then we had <laughs> no Star planning. Wars movie in December. Yeah, right. it was they bad planning. Just waited. The marketing was crap. I mean, yeah. it was bad, and Twitter was just kind of neutral on it. And then we haven't had anything until now with the Mandalorian. So the Mandalorian has come out. Episode one came out, and it ends with this baby Yoda-looking creature. And Twitter and the internet, social media went took that. And went crazy. Bat shit insane. Bat shit crazy. Where that has been the primary focus. For the and last month. For the yeah. last <laughs> month. To the point where we just finished episode four. And instead of seeing articles talking about Cara Dune's character. 
or talking about The Mandalorian, we're seeing articles pop up with, here's your new memes of the week for yeah. Baby Yoda. Where's the merch for Baby yeah. Yoda? Well, there, there's always a question of where's the merch, and we'll definitely get to that. But do we think this thing, Baby Yoda, is kind of it's potentially taking away or ta- it's getting too much attention, especially on the social side, compared to other aspects of the show? Do we think that's going to hurt things? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say no, and because the articles for those other things actually do exist. They're there. I've read them. They're just buried under the you know, the very lovable Baby Yoda. And to me, what it feels like is that the Baby Yoda stuff is like a really nice, like, parallel. Hmm. Uh, I think you can almost look at it as like, not two separate things, but like two different things. You can you can have two different conversations. You can have a conversation about the Mandalorian and, you know, Baby Yoda in that context, like, uh, what does Force powers mean? And is he a reincarnation? Is he a clone? What is he? Yeah. And what's going on here? And then, you know what? Let's have some fun. Uh, here are all the adorable things that he's done, and how do I implant this into every aspect of culture that I can? Hmm. And I think both of those things can exist simultaneously, and I think they have for the most part. Yeah. Now, one's getting more attention than the other, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I th- it might get annoying to maybe us because we we are generally interested in the lore and the culture yeah. and, and the history of Star Wars, but I think for the most part, and, and we're we're only four episodes in who knows right it might the opinion might change but i think right now it exists as a nice parallel makes Mm. sense yeah i i don't know i well i definitely think it's um i don't know how to call it but just for all the people in europe Mm. who haven't seen it (gasps) oh they haven't right yeah yeah, d d disney plus has not dropped for them until january something yeah yeah so they're seeing all of this stuff on Twitter about Baby Yoda primarily, so they're going to go in with a preconceived notion of this creature and have no, you know, backstory to anything else unless they've seen it. So I think in that way, social media is destroying their enjoyment. Their innocence. um, Of of (laughs) what's happening. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know. I did (laughs) not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Disney made that choice. I'm not sure why they did that. That's kind of messed up, actually. Yeah, uh, if you're gonna if levels. you're gonna if you're gonna drop something at this point, you I mean know, sure we're a very global thing now. You yeah, know? so just do it all at once. It's being streamed illegally over there. I'm sure of it. Has, has to, to be. be. Yeah. I mean, Jinx, and Jinx, why <laughs> why Disney you know is letting that when they could be making the money? I I don't know, but yeah. I do think that's sabotage. I'm sure it's antitrust laws or some kind of digital law, some garbage or something. Possibly licensing with some of yeah. the movies on Disney Plus. I I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's the main thing. I don't even really see as Yoda, baby, whatever. <laughs> the child. <laughs> the child. Baby Yoda. Um, he's definitely part of the story. Yeah. He's already changed the Mando so much. Yep. You know. I wouldn't say, I don't know if he's changed the Mando. I think through Baby Yoda, we're getting a more rich and interesting character. If there wasn't something cute and innocent that we can relate to or re- we remember from, like, the original series. Like, let's pretend it was... Baby Jabba. Well, not, <laughs> well no, not, not even that, but, like, let's pretend... Baby Jabba. <laughs> that could be really cute, too. I'm just going to make a terrible, terrible kind of, like, you know, what-if type thing. What if he had the plans for a Starkiller base? 
and he's running through the galaxy and he's protecting oh. that. Yeah. And this is a big thing. He needs to get it to this new group called the Resistance to help prep them. And this is all preempt. Like, if it was something like that, I don't think anyone would give a fuck. Like, I think everyone would be like, oh, yeah, it's Rogue One or is an inanimate thing, so you don't really care. And you wouldn't get this kind of more interesting character. It would require then the Mandalorian to carry the show all by himself. And yeah. as much as I love the Mandalorian, he probably can't because you can't see his face. Yeah, that was a big it would thing be for tu- me. It would be really tough. So As you mentioned, we don't even know if Pedro's really in that costume <laughs> yeah. half the time. It's true. It's, true. it's uh, Oscar Isaacs because they're best friends and they like to play pranks on people. Wait, are they really? Have you, did you see them? Good friends. Did you see them in that terrible movie that you love so much? Oh yeah, Triple Frontier. Great or, movie. Um, you should check it out. They did an interview for Wired, I think. Yes, that, and they're hilarious. They're oh, clearly like man. wasted off their ass or on something. Good for them. They're j- I'm sure they've just had a long day of interviews, and they're like, "Give us a brew or whatever," yeah. and then they just start back and forthing it. And hi, I on Oscar Isaac's like, "Hi, I'm Pedro Pascal," and then you know, Oscar's like. <laughs> So Amazing! It's a really fun interview. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> could, you watch. could you imagine the man? So technically, Poe and the Mandalorian—they exist in the same universe. They're both alive at this point. Mm, depends on how old Poe is. He might yeah. Poe is supposed yet. to be in his thirties, I believe. So he he'll be a young. He was child. a rat. He would have w- been like a baby, I think. He yeah. would be like in his. So how old do you think the Mando is? He's twenty. Let's <gasps> say 25, 30. Yeah. I just figured it out. No, 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 no. He. Is going to take off his helmet, and he's going to marry that farm girl. Now she'll give birth to Poe Dameron. Nope. Boom. <laughs> Done. Nope. I've sold. Ah. We already know who his mother is. So. Wait, who's his mom? Shara Bay. Who's that? She's a kick-ass pilot. She's in the comics. Oh, that's right. He oh. actually yes, wears yes, her yes. ring. I think he wears her ring in yeah. all the movies. And everyone was like, oh, it means he's married. But no, it's his mother's ring that he wears. Also, do you want to hear another cool fun fact? Sure. Apparently, Baby Yoda... And Anakin Skywalker oh, were born right. in the same year. So that's the theory right now. <laughs> so the ultra nerds have like gone and done math. People, people are going far in this. <laughs> Coincidence though? I think not. Did they okay. split the midichlorian count or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, all right. My name's Anakin. You get half the uh, the good stuff. I'll take half the bad stuff. <laughs> uh, speaking of Baby Yoda, uh, Natalie, you had a hot take or slash bull prediction specific uh. to Baby Yoda. And mm. I think it's that time where we talk about it. This is tough. Oh, gosh. I said two things. Are you, are you talking about the chip thing or the other thing? The other Ooh. thing. The other thing. Oh, okay. I just predict they're going to kill him. Something bad's going to happen to him. and Baby and Yoda. Baby Yoda. And we're all going to uh, – and then season two. <laughs> why, so but why, though? Why would Why would they kill him? Because the bounty hunters keep going after him, and eventually they're going to get him. That's true. Yeah. So the if you just look at it, the cold hard logic, there's more of them. <laughs> they're good they at what they do. Coming. They don't know how many fobs were given out either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, actually, you had an interest, or you had a theory on how they're tracking. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I said that it's like lost pets here in L.A. <laughs> they put a chip in them, <laughs> and then you just look for the chip, and then you find the, the animal. So I have a feeling that Yoda's been chipped or whatever, yep. and that's how they're finding him. Because oh my God. he went to this backwater planet. He's yeah. in the middle of nowhere in a swamp, and they find mm. him. And they didn't find Ariota in Return of the Jedi living on Dagobah. Mm. But I don't think anyone was looking for him. I don't know. I mean, but see, if yeah. they were looking for the Jedi. 
And they I don't, and I don't Jedi, think at yeah. the end of Revenge of the Sith, they confirmed one way or another Yoda was dead. They thought he was because his robe was found after his fight with the Emperor, but they never actually found a body. Right. Well, not only that, but Yoda so. was so influential to like Ezra in Rebels and other Jedi. My God, there are so many Jedi that lived through the Purge. Well, think about it, though. The guy's a big annoying. place. It's a very annoying. It's a big place. It Just makes wiped sense. them all out. Yeah, no. but look how Sadness far he went. Everyone. And then he went to this other new planet, however many light years away, right. and they still were able to find Yoda, baby Yoda. So. Yeah. Plus the theory that uh, Yoda went to this like highly Force-sensitive planet to like hide himself, right? Yeah. So if they were looking for him, like they might not have picked him up because he's on such a Force dense. That it wouldn't pick up. The yeah, he wouldn't stand out. Really. It wouldn't like pick camouflage. up the midichlorian count. I think that's my theory on how they're trying. Or the him. pet chip. <laughs> <laughs> or the pet chip. Or both. There it's you a go. pet chip that is a midichlorian. The other, counter. the other theory <laughs> with the uh, the bounty fobs. So people under like two hundred don't get <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's like Dragon Ball Z. I don't know if you ever watched that, but it's just <laughs> like His power level is through power the roof. level is a million. <laughs> uh, but the other theory with like the bounty fobs and everything is so in the very first episode he says it's like what the last four digits or something, and <laughs> social security. Yeah, it's his age. <laughs> well, it goes off. So it's, it's looking for people age 50 and then we don't know what the other two numbers are oh variables right it's gotta be age height and midichlorian count <laughs> because there's only one creature in the world in the universe and that's baby yoda who matches all three of those things it could be <laughs> i mean not tr- we don't know that there could be jedi no, out there that's true that's true i mean this is post-empire <laughs> so if there were jedi doing They're whatever hiding very because well at this point we know ezra's still alive in the galaxy Oh, somewhere. how old is Obi-Wan at that point? Obi-Wan Would Kabeezy? he be in his 50s? Well, he's dead, though. Oh, yeah, he's dead, right? Yeah, he's dead. Well, he's a ghost. Yeah, but <laughs> Bob's not going to work <laughs> on a dead guy. <laughs> how do you know? You know that. Yeah, you yeah. don't know. <laughs> I actually had to think. I was like, wait. What? When did this take place again? What year is <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. What year is this? <laughs> but we do know, yeah. So they're, we're getting an Obi Wan show. He's alive somehow. Exactly. That's all. I guess so confusing. <laughs> so Ezra's alive. <laughs> Kanan's son is alive. Kanan's son? Remember, Kanan and Hera <gasps> have a son. Oops. Spoiler. Oops. Wait. Half human, half Twilight. Yep. What's Luke is alive. Like? Leia's alive. Luke's alive. Leia's alive. Kylo Ren, in theory, has been born. We don't know. Is that uh, is that how you say that? Been born. <laughs> Well, been born. I guess he would be a baby at that point. So, and then Luke is right. also getting other All Jedi of for Jedi, his Jedi. So the Knights of Ren would yeah. also probably technically be. So we're popping. Ta- so there's like there's like ten, fifteen Jedi running around in the universe. That are right? known. More, more than that, that are, are known. known. It's probably yeah. a couple. It's probably like a hundred or so, really. I'm sure I'm missing known the Jedi force is too. Coming back. Ray's, Ray's Ahsoka, parents. Ahsoka's running yeah, around. Whoever they are. At least Ray's, one of them. Ray's parents. <laughs> Sidious, you know, because we see him in uh, the trailer for uh, episode. He's dead. All right, get well, over it. We don't know that. He came back as a Sith ghost. Oh, yeah. If the, if the good guys can do it, the bad guys I don't can see do why it. they can't. Yeah, why not? Balanced oh in all interesting things. Interesting theory, yeah. No. Uh, all right, let's, let's move this thing <laughs> on. No. Let's race. move this thing on. So, bold <laughs> predictions. Now that you gave us your bold prediction, Yoda, baby Yoda slash the child is going <coughs> to die. Or something horrible. I feel bad. Something horrible is going to happen to him. I just have a feeling. Just know if it does happen, I have a theory. On I that. will call you and scream. Um,. <laughs> So after I will just call you and be like, ah! <laughs> after the first two episodes, uh-huh. uh, I made the observation that we have this very innocent, highly force sensitive guy right. being uh, uh, exposed to a lot of violence. <laughs> the Mandalorian is disintegrating people 
right in front of this very malleable, we assume. Mandos are shooting left and right yeah. and killing people in front of him. I mean, that baby Yoda's going dark side before he's 10 years old, you know, in whatever yeah. time scale that he is. He's going to be the most powerful Sith we've ever seen. <laughs> wait, that's so the bad thing. That, is that your bold prediction for the season, or just you're just saying something? You no, know, my bold prediction for the season was... Uh, he's just throwing that out there, because that's how he feels <laughs> right, right now. Uh, no, my bold prediction was we'll see the origins of the First Order. Gotcha. Before the gotcha. end of the season. So, Krishna, for episode four, you said your bold prediction was the Mandalorian will get injured and healed by Baby Yoda. Yeah, that didn't happen. That did not happen. Yeah. You're terrible at this game. Yeah. Oh! Oh! Or he gets really badly injured and Baby Yoda heals him. <laughs> Cut to end of, of season one. Oh, that's remember? how you think. That's how you think it's gonna yeah, end. Because remember, oh, he wouldn't right. let him. Yeah. He kept thinking the baby was just playing, and so yeah. he moved him, and the baby's actually trying to help. I had another theory about that too. The Mandalorian is being force manipulated by Baby Yoda. Oh, I don't think that. Oh, oh. I don't oh. think. How long was the baby asleep after he used the force? He couldn't have manipulated him to do any of the stuff during that point. Yeah, we know. What about before though? Do you remember in the first scene? When the Mando goes, after he shot I uh, the IG droid, he goes to do this, you know, play that little coochie-coochie uh-huh. with, the, with the baby. And Does Yoda raises his hand. Ra- Yoda raises his hand in response. Right there. He's they, working they, on Mandalorian. They Boom. did that. Christian, they did that for the cinem- like the cinematography. So, no, he's using the voice. He just wanted to do E.T. That's, it's a, it's that's a potential. It. It's a potential idea. Oh, by the way, so my, my, my bold prediction for episode four. <laughs> I had a lot four, of predictions. <laughs> my bold prediction for episode four was uh, Gina Carano is introduced and her character is a big talking point. Boom! I'm good at this game. You stole that from Arjuna. Nope. You did. Did I? That was literally his for this uh, episode two, I think. Or episode yeah, three. yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I got it. it I got it right. So I win something. What do we win? That a hot woman in Star Wars who kicks ass is going to, to kick Up ass? Here. That was yeah. your... That, that was your prediction? prediction. Yep. <laughs> okay, then. <sighs> He's very... Uh, but know. seriously, now, what's your prediction for episode five? What do you think is going to be the big thingamajiggy? I almost want... I doubt it happened, but the, the daughter sneaks aboard the ship so she can be with the baby. Whoa. Ooh. I like that That a would lot. complicate life. And then life. Mom, yeah. mom hires Kara K- to take her to get it, and that's how they meet up again, and there's the big battle at the end with the stormtroopers because we know they're in it. Oh, that makes so much um, sense. Wow. Something happens to make them leave that planet yeah. because she, Kara, stays there. Right. And they follow him, and then they all meet up again, and they're fighting. I like that. That is That actually makes so much sense. I keep forgetting that death troopers have been shown. They have? Where? In the in original the village. Or the first Some city, yeah, yeah, somewhere. They're shown under the command of uh, Gus Fried Chicken. That's a trailer. That was in the trailer. In the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We haven't yeah. actually seen it yet. We haven't seen it, but it's going to happen. Death Troopers are shown. Original TKs are shown, which yep. is interesting. Mm. Not updated armor at all. Hmm. Interesting. Do you have a bold prediction? For episode five? Yes. I'm going to go with uh, Giancarlo will eat some type of chicken. You're stealing my... T- so I had a theory, uh, I think, for episode three, yep, where Giancarlo's uh, character <laughs> shows up <laughs> and as a org or something, and yeah, yeah, and as a as a like a what do you call it, Easter like egg, a, like an Easter, Easter egg, egg or yeah. you know, just a, you know, as a uh, celebration of his um, his Breaking Bad days. They're gonna his the first thing you see him, he's just eating some chicken or some kind of 
thing that looks like a chicken. Yeah. Oh, we can eat a Ronto roaster or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that, and that's how he's going to show up. It didn't happen, obviously. But now I you're I forgot he's it. still alive. Yeah. Yeah, old bastard. Uh, <laughs> he um, wanted to kill the baby. Or he wanted to get the baby back. I don't like him now. Wait, who? Giancarlo's character. Yeah. Yep. Um, what's, what's that meme? You know, I I just met this baby, but I will die for this baby. Oh my god, it's <laughs> everywhere. I, we've we've had people who don't even like Star Wars say that. But he's so cute, especially that's, his little I mean, that's ears. how crazy it is. That's bizar- I mean, that's that's so social cute. for you. Yeah, like the impact is kind of scary. Yeah. What's your bold prediction? Um, my bold prediction is Baby Yoda is mortally wounded. In the next episode. That's how it ends. Would he be yodely? Unit? <laughs> he will, he will be yo. <laughs> he'll be. <laughs> wow. Wait, please say that in a clear voice <laughs> so they can all hear what you just said. <laughs> oh, she can't. She's incapable. Would he be? <laughs> say it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> She'll be more. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, that's my prediction. That's, that's a good my prediction. prediction. Great yeah. prediction. He's not mortal. He's not <laughs> so he'd be yo- <laughs> oh God. yodely wounded. Yodely wounded. Yodely wounded. <laughs> yodely <Yeah>. wounded. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm allowed a pun every now and again, okay? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Everyone's allowed at least one pun. Um... The last thing I want to oh, make. Oh, the ice cream maker, too. That was a pun. <laughs> that was. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah. Carrying, what was it? Like, uh, his oh, the Beskar. Beskar. Beskars. Yeah. yeah. Beskars. Um, <laughs> one last thing I want to make on the social media front with Baby Yoda. They did a social media poll and pulled some analytics and stuff to kind of see what's trending on the internet. And they compared it to the 2020 candidates for president. Oh, what? I thought it was going to be on the impeachment. Like, oh, that what was more popular, Baby Yoda oh. or impeachment? I think impeachment, Boy. thankfully, was actually trending higher on Twitter. Was it? Yeah. Okay. That's but good. when <laughs> you compare Baby Yoda as a whole, between November 12th to November 25th, so that's the last, I believe, that's all the episodes. Yeah. Baby Yoda is trending way higher in terms of interactions on Facebook and Twitter. I'm not sure in terms of how they have these numbers. But we're talking uh, Baby Yoda interaction rate, I guess. At 1,600, the next person presidential candidate is Bernie Sanders at 850. Whoa. So almost twice as much interest in Baby Yoda than any presidential candidate. And this was done just in the United States. Mm. So So one wonders if he includes Baby Yoda in his campaign. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Baby Yoda would double. (laughs) If he ran for president, he would unite the entire base. He would. Instead of fragmenting them off into this Everyone's like, it's the baby. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Like, the... Should be a Black Mirror episode. I don't know who <laughs> D. Patrick is. In uh, the, he's at 134. <laughs> D. Wow. Patrick. No, I don't know who that yeah, is. That's pretty bad. D pretty pa- bad. Patrick. I actually don't know. Like I'm a Duval terrible. Patrick? Duval Patrick. Oh, Biden's running. I didn't know Biden was running. Yeah. Yes, you did. Did I? Yes. See, he I've said some interesting things that knocked him down in the polls a bit. Yeah. So. The one guy that's interesting it was it Andrew Yang. Mm. He's interesting, but he's not. I mean, he's not gonna win. Yeah. Well, he's at four hundred and two. Yeah, Baby Yoda is Kicking destroying him, yeah. almost Andrew, like yeah. 
Where's Elizabeth Warren? Elizabeth Warren should be second. I would say she's above Bernie. I'm almost positive. In the polls. <laughs> nope, nope. Four ninety six in terms of interaction rate on Facebook. Oh, I just wow. meant the polls. Oh, in the polls, I have oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do those <laughs> things even count anymore? Yeah, well, the next primary is coming up, I think. Yeah. So, guys, anyway. I think it's that time. We're oh, going no. to politics. We must stop. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's the time point. where we kind of ask that question. So, Natalie, you're the guest, so I'll ask you first. Mm. Natalie, was the Mandalorian episode four good? Yes. Nice. Now no, you get you to ask that. Krishna. Straight to the point. Yeah. Krishna, was the Mandalorian episode four good? It was good. Yes, it was. Ravi, was Mandalorian episode four? What's it called again? The sanctuary. 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 Good. I want to say no just to be different, but I have to say yes because it was good. <laughs> there you go. Boom. I think that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good. You can find us on Twitter at Was It Good. Yeah, that's it, right? That's yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it good? At Was It Good. You can find us on Instagram at Was It Good BTM, on Twitch at Was It Good. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, for episode five mm. of The Mandalorian. Ooh. And dun, dun, hopefully dun. Arjuna is back. But I don't think he is. Is he not? If I don't he's think gone so. for 10 days, it hasn't yeah. been 10 days by that date. <laughs> right. Well, if you're listening and you want to be on a podcast, we are accepting <laughs> applications. <laughs> Please hit us up on Twitter at Was It Good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>